Today we will explore what it means to live from the inside out. What it actually is to embody that within yourself where you are coming from a place of what you want within and then start to interact in the outer world instead of being dependent on everything around you in order to feel good on the inside. So for you who have been watching uh, our podcast for a while, you might notice that we are now coming to an end with uh, uh, porn uh, episodes that's been like eight weeks of um, content and that's coming to an end and now we're going back towards uh, more general stuff that we feel inspired to talk about and today that will be living from the inside out this is a man i am podcast with your hosts leo and julian and it's really exciting because we didn't really know what to speak of today when we uh, got on this call together and we sat down and started to speak of our experiences um, we we always start to share wh- where we where we are right now and what we've been moving through lately and I shared something where I wa- was in a New Year's Eve party and it it really hit me how much I've um, moved through uh, throughout the years when looking back at that uh, instance because what I experienced there and what I've been been experienced before in my life is that I don't really belong anywhere that I don't have anything to contribute with and especially in situations where there are a lot of people um i have often withdrawn myself and not really felt safe to engage in the way that i would like to do i've been in that overthinking mode where i think of what i am supposed to say in order to fit in rather than looking at what is it that I want to say, what is it that I want to express, and just express it like it is. So that is something that I've been starting to be very good at. Like I am expressing myself fully nowadays, as as fully as I can at least. And I'm not afraid of speaking up, speaking my mind, you know, what is sitting on my heart. And I do it with passion, I do it with uh, joy. I'm not afraid of it anymore. Because the thing is, when we express what is sitting on our heart with other people, we are exposing ourselves and are getting vulnerable because maybe someone won't, uh, you know, respond to us um, and like what we have to say. That could be a case. And therefore, often we, we, we don't really express what is really on our heart and we start to engage in a way that is not that authentic, that is just we are doing it to fit in in a group of people. But for me, that was very clear for me uh, this New Year's Eve. Um, there were a bunch of people, uh, the most of them I haven't seen before. And 
I spoke into a bit of what I'm doing as a coach and uh, my journey. And suddenly there was just this whole, this, this room that was in complete silence and they were all just listening to me um, and, and giving me a lot of questions and they were really curious about what I was doing and I was happy to share it and, and to share what, what's been on my heart and what's uh, led to, led up to where I am today. And it was just very interesting to, to, to see that, uh, moving from, from before a couple of years ago, being a person who is not really, uh, in the centrum, uh, in the center with, whether where there is a crowd of people and now suddenly I don't have a problem with it and I don't even feel like I need to be it you know it's nothing that I strive for it's nothing that I feel like I need to you know have that validation or anything it's more like I'm coming from this placement of detachment and when I'm doing that I can engage with people without feeling like I have anything to lose and therefore I can express myself freely. And that is essentially what everyone wants because it's so much freedom in expressing ourselves, our authentic selves. It's so much freedom in doing that. So yeah, I don't know, Julian, is, is there anything you know, in, in what I'm speaking of here that you can recognize, uh, from your own journey or, um, you know, is it, is there something in your life that you felt like has changed radically where you feel like before you were really dependent on the external world and now you are, uh, more, uh, having your internal, um, space as, as a starting point from where you uh, create in your life or express in your life? 100% for the majority of my past, I was living that outside in game. And I remember going back to preschool and like first years of high school, I was always the one standing on the sidelines, but not belonging to the cool kids and belonging to the group that I wanted to belong to. And Whatever I did, I was always super insecure. I was not courageous enough to show myself. And I love what you shared about the vulnerability that when we speak our truth, speak our wisdom, we need to be seen fully because we cannot hold that back. When, when I hold back some, some part of me, I automatically also hold back another part of me. And it feels like there is a wall around my heart that I'm not letting people in. And I had huge walls around my heart. And when I started my journey six years ago, then I realized more and more like the answers are within me. The love that I'm longing for is within me. The recognition that I'm longing for is within me first. The approval that I'm looking for is within me. And when somebody grows up in the way that I did, with parents who are not stable and secure within themselves and no one can lead the way, then we need to find that on our own or through other people, coaches, mentors, whatever resonates with you. And 
I found them in the last years through books, seminars, meditation, plant medicine. And the more I went on that path, and Leo and I, we both have a, a coach or a mentor that we follow, and he gave us questions. And one of the questions is, am I approving of myself? It's basically looking at like the three basic needs that we human needs have, the need for safety, the need for approval, and the need for control. And when I started asking myself that question, am I approving of myself? The way I'm feeling, the way I'm looking, the way I'm living my life, the way I'm dressing myself, everything. I started to get a sense of security within myself and I took my power back because I was less dependent on is somebody else telling me like, hey, you look good. Hey, it's okay what you do. Nobody can do that but me. And the more I tapped into that and allowing myself to really live authentically and say like, hey, this is who I am. This is what I do. This is the way I choose to live my life because it feels right in my body. Doesn't always make logical sense. In the least cases it does. But it feels right and I feel the pull towards something in my life. And then I take action on it courageously and curiously and just look, hey, what is there to explore? And I can see through that behavior now, oh, I'm looking for validation on the outside. Can I give that to me? Yes, cool. Okay, let's go. Let's take that step. And uh, Leo, we often share about that in, in conversations when we are on calls. What we have realized and experienced, and I love that we're so close to each other and so similar with that, like things that took me maybe weeks to move through, now I can lean into it much faster. Because I am there for myself. I have learned to reparent my inner child, how to be the dad that was never there, that showed never up. And I know you did the same. Like you gave yourself approval and you leaned into that. And yeah. I just love how naturally the outside world responds more and more to that inner found security and approval and self-love. And yeah, there's so much that that changes when we start to go within and to say like hey i am the one that needs to accept myself to love myself and to approve of myself um, yeah and it's it's really cool what you said around you know the uh, when the outside world starts to respond when we have that internal foundation you said something like that and it's very yeah. true and also to, to realize that the outside world is also the inside world. There is no outside. Because, we are, because there is no outside. We are all connected. And when, so everything is just a mirror. So if you are struggling a lot in your life and in the outside world, you're probably, or you're definitely struggling within yourself as well. Like you have this internal battle that is just reflecting out in the in what you perceive as the external world. And the same goes when you, like Julian said, when we feel like we have that foundation within ourselves of self-love and self-validation approval, um, the outside world is just a reflection of that internal state that we are in. And, you know, <laughs> that that's easier said 
and understood than actually embodied and practiced because you know i end up in that myself from time to time where where i feel like maybe an external event are making me closing down and that is also keeping away from what i want to pull into my life and i have an example for this uh, i i am going away for a, a retreat in a couple of weeks in austin texas and there is a down payment of like 3k usd or something um and i i miscalculated a little bit on on the uh, amount so i'm still a bit short on the money and at the same time i i had an opening call with a potential client and that choose to not proceed with coaching with me and so my my go-to is to close down and feel like oh fuck how am i gonna make this money and now i didn't get that client and i you know you know being dependent on that external world external factors to function so that i can relax and that is to to live from the outside in but i realized that i was playing that pattern and then i just stopped and i realized like that's what's meant to be right now so i just surrender to it i feel it i let myself be and the soon as soon as i started to surrender uh, i felt my heart opening up i felt like there is no issue even there because i have full trust that it will work itself out and you know i i, I completely trust that the universe will have its way uh, of uh, of getting this to work so i have nothing to fear and that is the thing that when i can relax then i tell the universe or myself that i am worthy of receiving and then i start to receive and i can let myself do that but i can't do it if i am in a place of uh, i don't know i don't trust this because then i am closed and when i'm closed i can't i can't really get anything because i'm closed i've shut the door to my heart and to the to the flow of life it's when i open myself so i am in this free state of flow and the the exter the the um ever expanding emptiness when i feel and tap into that you know we come alive and it ca it can be a bit tricky to trust when you haven't had the experience of like letting go before because Ooh, if you haven't yeah because this if you is haven't like really this is the fucking thing because if you haven't really allowed yourself to let go then you don't really have the experience of being held by life Whew, you know yeah, and if you don't <laughs> know what law feels like you don't know what you're looking for yeah it's that constant struggle of like what am i looking for what is it 
And I feel this strong urge today to bring in the gene keys in this conversation. Um, I'm studying a lot numerology, astrology, human design, gene keys. I take bits and pieces from every system that's out there that I can find. And in the gene keys, there's a gene key. Um, real quick, a little introduction. What are the gene keys? It's originated from the I Ching. Um, there are 64 hexagrams and each line represents something else and you can get your free profile on genekeys.com and get into it and read about it um, but basically what it says you have different placements in your personal chart and depending on where the gene key is in your chart you can work through your genius sequence your venus sequence that's for love and relationships and the pearl sequence that's for prosperity and each gene key has a shadow, a gift, and a city frequency. And what you do is you read it or you listen to it and you just contemplate and you observe where you can see that within yourself, in life, and you let it transform your, your life and your body and your DNA. You get activated by it. And there is a gene key. It's a 38th gene key that moves from the shadow frequency of struggle, has the gift of perseverance, and the city of honor. And I find that what we're explaining here right now is beautifully explained in that because you, you can struggle and looking for example, the financial situation now that Leo explained or me myself, um, I was in a similar situation as well. And then it's one thing to go through some struggles in life and we humans will always go through some struggles. The question is, are we suffering in the struggle or are we embracing it? And that's what I feel, Leo, you explained. Like you closed your heart mm -hmm. in the beginning and old pattern came in. Oh, I'm suffering in this. I am the one who doesn't know. I am the one who is not the abundance. And then you let that go. It's like, okay, there's maybe some struggle. But then there's perseverance. You just continue on your journey. You continue leaning in. You continue opening your heart. And then there's the city of honor. You honor life, the existence that, yes, my heart is beating. I woke up this morning and it will work itself out when I allow it to happen. Mm. And when I look back in my life, all the things, and you also said like, yeah, I'm, I'm pulling it in. We never pull something in. We just let it come to us. And there's a huge misconception like, yeah, I'm the law of attraction, dude. And like, I manif you manifest shit. Everyone, we don't do anything. You're not manifesting a microphone. It's there. Someone produces it and then you have it. All of a sudden, it's in my reality. Or money. There's, okay, this whole financial system, I don't want to go too deep into that. But there's an overproduction of paper that someone gave value that we have an emotional attachment to. I am my bank account. I am the abundance of money. I am. No, no, no. It's just something that we exchange. And we're not manifesting it. It's printed and all of a sudden it shows up in the reality. But I never made money. I never manifested money. It just comes because I am opening up and allowing it to come to me in mysterious, surprising ways. Or for a direct transfer, I give you a service, you give me something back. And so is it with love. You don't need to fight for love anymore. And I did that for so long. Oh, I'm not lovable. 
I need to fight for love. I need to struggle for love. I need to suffer until someone on the outside gives me love. And then I saw that suffering within me and I showered it in love. And one technique that I love using and that's so transformative, it's so simple. When you notice something in your life, or I speak for myself, when I notice something in my life that I am so identified with, I speak it out loud and then I say, and I love that. Hmm. For example, I need a car for the family right now. And there's a part within me two weeks ago that didn't give a shit. I knew I needed the money. I knew I needed to do something, but he just didn't care because he didn't feel loved and approved and validated. So there was a huge resistance within me that didn't care, even though the mature masculine wants to provide, wants to take care, wants to provide and, and hold. And so I said in meditation and I said, I don't care about that. I don't give a shit. And then I said, and I love that. And that helped me to create a gap a space around that wounded part within me that didn't want to take responsibility, that didn't want to look after the financial situation and myself. And before I was that, and through saying, and I love that, which feels super weird in the beginning, if you've never done that before and you have always been so identified with that emotional pattern within you, you can't love that because you think you are it. But in the moment you write it down or you sit there and say like, I don't know, I feel so unworthy and I love that. You start loving that part within you that doesn't feel worthy yet. And then there's yeah. a space. And in that space, it is loved. And that's how it is all transformed from the inside. You acknowledge the parts within you to the outside. And you love it. And once I started loving it, love came to me. I received different hugs. I received different kisses. I received different compliments. Within an instant, life has changed because I shifted on the inside. And I know, Leo, you're an expert in shifting on the inside first as well. And, uh, yeah. And it's something an, it's an that's an amazing you, journey. Something that you, you said that is so important is. You are speaking of that we have parts of ourselves that we need to nourish and love. And maybe you, you know what we talk about when we speak of that, if you're here and are drawn to us. But sometimes, like you said, Julian, we are really playing the role as our wound or as that part of us that is wounded or feel wounded or have been left... Um, before in life, in childhood. And then it's like we are having this mask in front of us. So it's like you are seeing everything through this filter, through this mask. And therefore, it's really hard to know that you're in it because you are so identified with it. So we need a pattern interruption. And that could be, for example, if you have a powerful breath work or a meditation, or you see a coach who can help you to recognize that you are playing in this pattern. Because we can't intervene in a world that we can't see. Mm -hmm. 
that is something that I got told by uh, a coach of mine, Preston Smiles, that we can't intervene in a world that we can't see. That is so true, because if you have your mask on your on you and are operating from that when you engage in the world you don't see that you have this filter on it's when you have this pattern interruption or someone that can help you realize that you have this pattern and this mask on you you can get it more distance from you and suddenly you are the one that can see that oh fuck i had this mask on me all the time i didn't know that and then you can start to choose differently and do differently. And here's so, the real yeah. quick, the, another wisdom drop from Preston Smiles. And I've also heard it from other people. What you resist persists. What you look mm. at disappears. As long as you're in a res- state of resistance to what you're feeling and who you are compared to who yeah. your mind tells you who you should be, it's hard. But then, yeah. as Leo said, if you take the mask off and you look at it, you can love it and it takes maybe yeah. just one moment of looking at it and it hasn't the power over you anymore and you can start living your life from a more authentic place and start to integrate it. Yeah. And so when it comes down to it, living from the inside and out is that we are not that dependent or reactive, I would say, to the external world. Of course, we are engaging with it, with other people. We are in different situations. Maybe we are in a situation at work that doesn't feel aligned anymore. So we we choose to quit. That is the thing. So you can still make conscious decisions. And it's not to say that you should just stay where you are in every situation at all times uh, and just cope with the external factors. But it is to not be that dependent on if someone, you know, you are seeing this um, girl that you like and you feel afraid to commit to her because maybe there is someone else waiting, you know? Maybe there is someone else that is even better, so you are afraid to commit to her. And and what's, what what is it that you are really afraid of? Is it that you truly want this potential par- partner that doesn't even exist, but you have made up in your mind right now? Um when you have this beautiful girl in front of you that that actually sees you and cares for you? Or is it that you are afraid of committing <laughs> to love? <laughs> and so so and there you need to go inside and look at yourself. Where have you not been able to give yourself love? Because when it comes down to it, living from the inside out. It is to fill your own cup with love, acceptance, approval, to see yourself, to love yourself. Because when you have that cup filled up, you you are operating from a place of fulfillment and 
wholeness. And then when you interact in the world, you are not dependent on that this person needs to give you something to fill your cup because it's already full. Something with that topic that I've also noticed, because um, I could see myself in the past observing when I was in a relationship or even after the relationship, like, oh, I wish she would still be there or maybe she was the one. And then also when I was in relationships and I had these thoughts coming up, like, what if there is somebody else? What if she's not the one? Um, yada, yada. It mostly came back to, am I seeing myself as good enough for a relationship? And as perfect and whole and complete as I am right now in this moment. And that gave my partner also the permission to be as she is without needing to be any different for any mental expectations that I still held for myself. And the more I came to that realization that, hey, everything is perfect and everyone is just perfect as they are, uh, my life got easier for myself and also for my partner. And um, that's something that I could observe in past relationships. And also in the beginning of my relationship with my fiance now and the mother of my daughter. And um, so I've come quite a long way with committing, saying yes. Mm. And something my guides told me in the very beginning of the relationship was give it time. And I see many relationships ending or breaking up way too early. And I was there myself in the past. I was running or avoiding or chasing and it took me a while to get to a state of nervous system and self-love and acceptance and patience to really give the relationship time because so many wounds come up in a relationship and that's what relationships are for they are the direct mirror of what we have not yet looked at within ourselves and it takes time and sometimes it takes years for the body to feel ready to let it go. We can't push it, we can't go too hard on the nervous system that in the end can cause more damage than, than good. And so I really stick to that message that I got, like give it time, be patient. And a question that helps me uh, or both of us is what would love do? When we have a conflict, when we have conversations, arguments, what would love do? Sometimes we give space. Sometimes we tell each other, like, I'm so annoyed by you right now. And reaching a state in a relationship where we can talk about these things without being like, oh my gosh, I'm so, what's, no, it's like, I'm so annoyed by you right now. I wish I could just be on my own or live somewhere else or be somewhere else. And then five minutes later, after speaking these parts out, there's love again and we laugh together. And um, so seeing it all as the perfection of life, everything that's coming up. Yeah, and that is also to, to transformative. Like you say, Julian, that is to to really live from the inside out. Is to that you feel that we feel in our relationship that we have something that we 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 feel so sick of our partner or whatever that we can express it, but in a loving way. Like we we yeah. express it because fuck, I I just need space from you right now. I'm I'm a bit <laughs> irritated or or annoyed or whatever. Like yeah, and there's like to there's express a huge that. difference between saying I am so annoyed or you are so annoying. Exactly, that's the difference. 
Because yeah. saying I am so annoyed is taking full responsibility for my annoyedness yeah. versus blaming exactly. her for something which is blaming something on the outside again. Yeah. Um, st- stating everything that's happening in your life as well. Yeah. Um, whoever's, whatever is present for you right now, it's like, I feel so worried about this or I feel so insecure about this or I feel so annoyed by that. That's taking responsibility for how you feel and that's where you have what you have control over and power over and then you can change from there if you as long as i try to control the outside and manage and it's like uh, it's like an, it's a dead end yeah it's a dead end and also and also something that i that i thought of is you know when 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 we are uncertain if we are to stay in that relationship or not i've been in this this uh, place myself uh, before in my life in a past relationship and f- when it comes down to it we we can really measure when it's time and it's time when you know it's not time when you act from your wounds when you are in a reactive state of mind and you feel like you want to escape the pain through leaving the relationship then you're coming from the the wrong place within yourself. Because then it's all about, you know, he or she is making me feel like this and I need to get out of this situation so I can feel good inside. So it's really an an escape. That is not to take full responsibility. And, but when we can, you know, when everything settles down and we feel like we are in ourselves again and everything is smooth and everything is working just fine in the relationship that is the the moment where you decide if this is someone you want to live with or not because then you're acting from a place of um authenticity You're taking action from that authentic space within yourself. That is something completely different and it's a lot harder. It's easy to, to you know, push away when, we, when our wounds are active. When we feel like, oh, I don't want, the, you know, I'm so overwhelmed or it feels so, um, it doesn't feel good in, within me right now and I'm fucking stressed out and... It's so also so easy to blame it on your partner, like he or she is just stupid and, you know, <laughs> and then to take take distance and leave. It's like the easy way out. It's like a pain relief rather than something that you do consciously. And it's coming back over and over again with the same partner. Yeah. Whatever I, wherever I ended one relationship, the next one started. I mean, I did some work in between, so it was not the same. But until I really released the core relationship behavior and imprint that I had from my childhood, I attracted the same partners again and again that had the same wound as my mom had. And I played the same wounding as I had. And Teal Swan has a video about marriage. And she says that the most beautiful sentence I've heard about relationships is, 
until expansion do us apart. It's not mm. a choice from the mind, but at one point, maybe a partner in your life serves you for a certain amount of time. Yeah. And then after maybe it is 20 years of marriage, if it's a conscious, loving choice to change the roles we are playing in each other's lives from being husband and wife to being friends. That's everything that happens. And of course, there's love and there's some grief involved and that's okay. But understanding that life gives us who we need when we need them in order to expand and grow and awake yeah. and surrendering to that and leaning into that is something that has helped me in the last years tremendously to really allow that okay now i am in this relationship i am this i am in this relationship because i meant to if i would meant to be in a different relationship i would be in a different relationship simple as that <laughs> and then the mind has yeah. no space to like is it the right it's like if it wouldn't be the right one i wouldn't be there if i figured for sure it's not the right one then i wouldn't be in the relationship and that that is exactly what is with everything in life everything unfolds as it's unfolding because it's meant to unfold in that specific way otherwise at it's a specific it would, time <laughs> at a specific time otherwise it, sh it wouldn't be but it is so we can choose to be in conflict with what is or we can embrace it we can't really do anything else and if we are in conflict for example then we you know we feel stuck our body starts aching <laughs> we may might get more diseases and we're constantly numbing ourselves so that we don't face the reality but when we embrace it we start to feel and when we feel there will be old patterns and old traumas that will come up and when i speak of traumas there is a very huge difference between a traumatic experience let's say that you know um there was a lot of violence when you were a kid that is a traumatic experience or if if um, there is you know abuse and sexual abuse involved that is an a, tra a traumatic experience as well or a divorce by your parents or if someone dies that is close to you that is something that is a traumatic experience but when i speak of traumas i don't necessarily refer to that it's more that there is something on an emotional level that has been a, that started a conflict within you that has created this internal trauma and that can be very subtle things that you experience in your childhood for example if every time you expressed uh you know 
full out joy and you were so excited as a kid and got a bit loud your parents might say say uh, might have said that um, quiet down or you shouldn't be that loud or it's not okay that you are screaming or or are running around right now and then what they are doing is they are uh, they they think that they are learning you something through the way that they are acting that you will learn to be more disciplined and to to act in a certain way but in reality they are closing because they they get more sharp in their tone and they might not you know they might ignore you for a while or whatever so they they withdraw their love and when you when they do that what is happening within you is that you you realize that that there the love that you, because you 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 want to feel that love from them that is basically the thing you want to feel loved so you learn that in order to get love i'm not going to be loud i'm not going going to run around because if i do they will withdraw the love and there is a pattern created there's tra trauma inner trauma created within yourself and as long as you won't look at that it will go with you for the rest of your life so for most people who are starting this inner journey it comes down to be present in within your own self within your own body to start to feel those traumas within yourself to feel that oh fuck i wasn't loved when i expressed myself uh, fully so and then to start to do that more and more to practice expressing yourself and be loud and be you know run around and it f will feel so wrong in the beginning almost like you are sick when you're doing it because it's so deeply connected to not being loved but when you start to embrace it you can you can start to feel love for that part that was rejected so you are the source of giving this part love rather than adapting yourself so that you you don't do certain things because it feels like you will not be loved if you do it and and yeah go that's the, that's the painful part when yeah. we're living from the outside in we are moving and living to avoid rejection from the outside and as long as we do that like staying with the example of joy right now as long as and i can i can see myself in that totally like i was running around and then it's like no don't be this don't be that and so i started to see myself as wrong when I'm expressive and joyful and loud 
and being afraid of being rejected from the outside and hiding that part is in fact the same thing on the inside because as long as i was being afraid to be rejected on the outside i rejected those parts within me and the more i allowed myself to be like that and embrace them and acknowledge them like hey you were not allowed in childhood i'm so sorry and now i allow you to be here as well and so i started i i started expressing it more and i stopped rejecting it on the inside and therefore people on the outside also accepted it because i said yes to it and you can do this with every emotion you can maybe it was like yeah you don't need to cry right now there's no reason to cry so there's a lot of grief within your chest or you were never allowed to be angry so you push down that anger but you're boiling up on the inside but on the outside you're like no i'm okay i'm fine i'm a good boy i'm a good yeah. girl but inside you're like full of rage and you just want to express it and the dangerous part is when we're not expressing emotions on the outside we're going mostly against ourselves and that's the painful part that's what causes the the hard belly the tight chest the tensions in the muscles and look at animals for example dogs dogs whatever they go through afterwards they shake they let it out and humans are like oh i need to be so stiff and hold it all in as long as you do that you can't experience the flow of energy in your body and the freedom that is available through just sitting and letting it out and it can be screaming it can be dancing shaking move your body loosen it up do some yoga go for a workout go for a run take a cold shower to work with the body and release the tension from the body and the emotional body and the physical body and also the mental body i mean they're all connected and when you work with one you also influence the other and now realize that we're going really deep in this episode and um, yeah. it's amazing because that's that's the real work that's the real deal to sit with it to shake it out to move it to ask it hey what do you need to do maybe it is punching a pillow maybe it is running like wild through the forest maybe even naked whatever it is that you feel you need to do in order to liberate yourself from the blockages that you have experienced go and do it even if it feels uh, awkward yeah and also it can feel unsafe to go into those environments within yourself that's been so fucking unsafe to be in when you were a child so when you start to feel those emotions again it can feel unsafe to do it and therefore you might not go there because you don't feel safe enough to go there. And that is when it can be very helpful to, to be in an environment with people who have gone the road themselves uh, and, you know, see a coach, for example, a therapist, or attend a course where you feel like you can start to relax because when you start to relax and when you feel safe enough to feel what is within then it can start to move and transmute and you can be free from it so that is basically what both me and julian do as coaches 
that we provide those kind of spaces for for people like you might maybe who you feel like you don't feel safe to go there but but i can imagine if you are still on on this podcast episode listening to us something is speaking to you of what we are saying and the thing is that we are all connected so whatever is it is that you feel connected to in what we are saying is because we are we are connected and you can only recognize something within someone else that you also have within yourself so we are just reminding you of what you already know so if this makes a lot of sense that is because you just feel like it's something to it you know you feel it within yourself as we speak of it and um, so it can be very helpful to be in a space with someone that holds a container that is safe to express those types of things so if you feel called you can reach out to both me and julian our instagram handles is uh, in the description to this video and if not you can just stay stay here you know be with us on this journey and listen to to our content and you know there's so much content out there so you you have a lot to to take in but it's one thing to consume it and to you know understand it and take it in on an intellectual level but it's another thing to actually go there yourself and feel it that is why so many people are struggling through life because they are so afraid to feel themselves to feel those parts of themselves that was rejected those situations or that that created those traumas within but um, on the other side is freedom and an opportunity to live from the inside and out because that is to be truly free that is to be liberated that is to both relax into your fullness at the same time that you realize that you you are coming from this emptiness and with that being said i think we will wrap it up for today it's been amazing to have you here it's been an amazing episode it feels really good to to come back to our roots of this podcast of sharing our own experiences as men who are on this path of awakening of liberation and authentic self-expression 
So this has been a Man I Am podcast. We're your hosts, Leo and Julian, signing out for today. Know that we see you, we hear you, and we love you.